One of our greatest challenges as men is to find some sort of purpose to our life. In this search, we find trials and testings and most of all, temptations. Well, would you like to know how to escape the temptation trap and effectively say no to all of your sinful habits? Do you desire to avoid the snare altogether and just stop giving in to the beast? Would you like to know how to live completely and unreservedly as a superman of God? You've come to the right place, my friend. Welcome to the Point of Purity podcast. My name is Steve Etner, author, national speaker, and purity coach for the Pure Man Ministry, and this is episode number 130. In this week's episode, we're going to continue our new series looking into becoming a superman of God. This week's episode, The Purpose of Purpose. As I said in this week's opener, one of our greatest challenges as men is to find some sort of purpose to life. Guys want to know they're important. Guys want to be accepted. We want to feel, well, we want to feel manly. I mean, without a sense of direction and feeling of significance, guys will wander. I mean, they will wander physically, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually. Usually, we withdraw to our safe place, our, our go-to spot, that, that thing or place that makes us feel like men. <laughs> for, for some reason, for many guys, it's sports, football, basketball, baseball, hunting, fishing, you name it. For others, it's cars. I mean, let them tinker under the hood for a while, and they're as happy as a tick on a lazy dog in a warm summer's day. Some guys choose to sit in front of their entertainment device of choice, Xbox, PlayStation, computer, or whatever. They just try to zone out for a couple of hours. And let's be honest here. For some guys, it's porn, alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, going to the local establishment just to hang out with the guys. I want to challenge you to pause long enough to consider this fact. You were created for one purpose alone. That's to know God, to live a life that brings honor and glory to Him in everything you think, everything you say, everything you do. 1 Corinthians 10.31 Only when you are living out that God-given purpose will you find real significance. Now, let me restate that last comment. God created each of us for a reason. You and I were designed by the Almighty Sovereign God to glorify Him. It's, it's programmed within our very DNA. It's, it's at the heart, the very heart of who you and I are as men. Whatever you do, whenever you do it, wherever you are as you're doing it, you and I are to always at all times do it in Jesus' name and for God's glory, Colossians 3.17. Now watch this, now watch this. Choose daily to live like that, and you will, you will, I guarantee it, you will be a superman of God. Think about it this way. The object of a football game is to score a touchdown or, or a field goal while you're keeping the other team from doing the same. All 22 players know exactly why they're on the field. They know what their position and their purpose is. They know what is expected of them, what's at stake. They know what they should be doing every moment that the game clock is ticking and the ball is in play. The object of a basketball game is to get the ball into the basket while preventing your opponent from doing the same. All 10 players on the court know this. 
As a result, each team member is playing the game with purpose, with direction. He has, he has a specific objective in mind. I, I mean, if he didn't, he'd be wandering around aimlessly on the court, getting in everyone's way, and, and truth be told, he wouldn't be playing for very long, would he? When that, now listen, watch this. When that which is created does all that it was created to do, only then is it complete and whole. Let me repeat that. When that which is created does all that it was created to do, only then is it complete and whole. If it's not functioning according to the manufacturer's specs, it's broken and it needs to be fixed. In the Pure Man ministry, I rely very heavily on my iPad. And I expect that when I turn it on, it will boot up quickly, and then as I touch the screen, it will do what I'm telling it to do. I mean, that's what it was made for, right? Well, a, a few months ago, my iPad stopped doing what it was designed to do. I'd turn it on, and it would crash, or it would freeze. I, I, at that time, I stopped being very pleased with my iPad. What was intended to be a tool very quickly became a trial. And instead of trashing it, though, which, by the way, On many occasions during that time frame, I was very tempted to toss it in the trash. Instead of doing that, I took it to someone who was knowledgeable, someone who was experienced with fixing iPads. And he was able to diagnose the problem and very rapidly fix it. And I now have a fully functioning tool once again. Hallelujah. So what exactly is the purpose of having a sense of purpose? What's the point of being a superman of God? When you were conceived in your mother's womb, the creator, God himself, knew exactly what he was making. He knew why he was creating you. And he knew what you, as his creation, were going to do, what you're supposed to do all throughout life. God always knows exactly what he's doing. He never, ever, ever makes a mistake. So, my friend, you have been created for a specific reason and a specific purpose. And until you discover what that purpose is, and by the way, here's a spoiler alert, it's living a life that honors and glorifies Him. Until you discover that purpose and then determine to live out that purpose every day of your life, you'll always be seeking, never, ever able to find real, true ultimate fulfillment, meaning, and purpose, and satisfaction to your life. You see, when we're not, let me, let me rephrase that, when we aren't living a life that honors God, when we are not doing what God created us to do, there's a hole in our heart. I, you felt it, I know you have. Something is missing. We end up wandering through life trying to find it, trying to make sense of it, and trying to fix it. Well, Solomon felt that hole, and he spent the majority of his life attempting to fill it with anything and everything but God. Read the book of Ecclesiastes. Nothing worked. Why? Because nothing, watch this now, absolutely nothing can take the place of God. Only God is God, and only he can fill that God hole in your life. So I want to submit to you that the real question here is this. Are you doing what God created you to do? Are you fulfilling your purpose in life? Are you living every moment of every day for his honor and his glory? 
Isaiah asks this question, Why spend your labor on that which does not satisfy? Isaiah 55 verse 2. I want to encourage you from the get-go, take your eyes off of things that cannot satisfy. Put your, oh, let's call it your laser-like focus completely on living a super-powerful life that glorifies God. You see, Solomon started with self and ended with God. May I suggest that we learn from his mistake and just remove self from the equation altogether, get king me off the throne of our hearts and just start with God. I don't want to see you, listen, I don't want to see you get to the end of your life and say, I've labored to no purpose, I've spent my life in strength in vain, and it's for nothing, Isaiah 49 verse 4. So let, let me give you a couple of things to think about here. First, as a man, what is your primary purpose in life? Let me give you a hint. It's not to make money. It's not to be a success. It's not to have a family or, or any of a gazillion similar responses. Scriptures are clear, my friend. Our primary purpose in life is to glorify God. Check it out, 1 Corinthians 10.31, Colossians 3.17. So here's my second question for you to consider today. Understanding that your primary purpose in life is to glorify God. What are some practical ways that you can choose to live that purpose out right here, right now, today? And then my final question for this episode is, based off of Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13, which says, the conclusion, when all has been heard, is this, fear God and keep his commandments. Because this applies to everyone, Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. So here's my question. If you choose today, if you choose right here and right now to follow Solomon's advice and fear God and keep his commandments, what would change in your life? What would be different? What would happen? Well, next week, we're going to continue to look at some snippets of my book, Are You a Superman? Becoming God's Man of Steel. If you'd like to learn more about today's study, or if you're interested in learning more about the Pure Man Ministry, let me encourage you to visit our website. It's The Purity Coach, all one word, The Purity, P-U-R-I-T-Y Coach.com. If you've been following this new series that we're doing, then you've heard me close out each episode with this announcement. The book, Are You a Superman? How to Become God's Man of Steel is available on Amazon.com. And I want to encourage you, if this is intriguing to you, if this is interesting to you, get onto Amazon and get your copy. Here's, here's what I want you to know about this book. If you're a guy who's looking for a study, uh, a men's Bible study for your small group at church, for a Bible study, a 12-week study that you and your accountability partners can work through that's very pointed and poignant and specific, then this book, Are You a, a Superman of God, Becoming God's Man of Steel, is a must. And the way I wrote it, I wrote it so that it would be a fun, um, tongue-in-cheek look at what it means to be God's man of steel in a world that, let's face it, is anti-God, anti-Christ, and anti-Bible. The, the storyline follows the storyline of Superman, and there are four characteristics of Superman that we share as a similarity as, as God's Superman. The first one is this. For, for the storyline of Superman, this world is not his home. He comes from the planet Krypton, and yet he's living here in this world as an alien, as a foreigner. 
and and this book, Are You a Superman of God, Becoming God's Man of Steel, walks us through the truth that this world is not our home. If you're a child of God, if you know Christ as your Savior, your citizenship is in heaven. So you're a foreigner, an alien on a foreign planet. How do we live as such? The book talks about that. The second common characteristic that we share with Superman is this. He gets his super strength from his close proximity to Earth's yellow sun. Well, we get our super strength, the ability to stand firm in our faith, resist the devil, and, and watch him flee from us. We get our strength from our, our close proximity to God's son, S-O-N. How do I have that relationship with God that's going to give me the strength to stand firm in the midst of my testing and my trials? Are you a superman? Becoming God's man of steel walks you through that. The third similarity we share with Superman is this. There's only one thing that can make Superman weak that can render him powerless, and that's kryptonite. Kryptonite are chunks of his former planet, Krypton, that when that planet exploded and, then, and some of the chunks pl- um, came plummeted to Earth, they irradiated, and when Superman gets near a piece of kryptonite, it saps him of his strength. Well, the, the storyline that we go through with the book is simply this. The, the kryptonite are pieces of Superman's past, and anytime he gets near and around his past, it weakens him. In this book, Are You a Superman of God? Becoming God's Man of Steel, uh, one of the things we walk through is identifying your kryptonite. What are the pieces of your past that when you play around with it, it messes with you and it weakens you? And then the fourth characteristic that we share in common with, with the storyline of Superman is this. And I don't want to give a whole lot away, but, but we talk about Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne. And Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne are, are, are um, Iron Man and Superman. And then for them to become the superhero character that they are, Tony has to put on the Iron Man suit and, and Bruce has to put on his Batman suit. But what we find out in our study of, of the Superman um, storyline, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself in my thought process because I'm so excited about this. What we find in, in the storyline of Superman is that the, the, red, the blue tights and the red cape, that's not his costume. That's who he really is. Clark Kent is his costume. And why does he put on the persona of Clark Kent? It's so that he can fit in with the world around him so they don't know who he is. Well, you are a Superman of God. You are Technon Theos, Son of God. And we're going to dive into that deeper as we continue this series. But in the book, Are You a Superman? Becoming God's Man of Steel, we talk about how to live as, as a man who stands out as a child of God. How do I do that? Why should I do that? And, and we, we walk through that in the scriptures. So in, in this in this 12-week study, Are You a Superman of God? Becoming God's Man of Steel. You, you'll, you'll learn through a, a fun, tongue-in-cheek way how to, how to be the man that God has called and created you to be. If you've not yet subscribed to this Point of Purity podcast, let me encourage you, please do so today. I don't want you to miss out on any of our upcoming episodes. Well, until next time, this is author, speaker, and purity coach Steve Etner reminding you that if you're going to glorify God in your everyday living, He must first be glorified in your every moment thinking. Thank you.